Welcome to Drinking Bros, presented by GhostBed.com. Sit back, relax, and grab a fucking drink. Uh, well, we're here, kids, live on YouTube, not for much longer. Um, we've had uh, internal chats about this for a while. Hired some people from YouTube and, uh, and everything else. Uh, no luck, D'Anthony, with, with any of this shit. Um, can't move the needle on YouTube. Uh, therefore, I don't think we're going to be on YouTube much longer. Yeah, I'll, I'll read you some um, statistics, I guess. <clears throat> so in all of our other bookings, typically audio ads, the industry standard is somewhere between 19 and 25, depending on the placement. $19.25 CPM, which means 19 to $25 per thousand downloads, right? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and in video, it's actually a bit higher because you have more of a captured attention. So it's 30 bucks typically per thousand. Uh, right now, we're getting $3.54 CPM from YouTube. Sure. Sure, which is great, right? No, it's it's the opposite of great. Oh, it's terrible. Yeah. Okay, good. And not good. only that, but they're, you know, censoring content. They're obviously jamming us up in the algorithm. Um, and it seems to have gotten worse right before midterms. Mm-hmm. Uh, the numbers keep shrinking over and over and over again. Uh, as you know, uh, it's pretty expensive. You wouldn't know it by the top of the show, but uh, it's pretty expensive to keep all of this going production-wise. Uh, therefore, we're going to be shifting probably, what, 80% of the content mm-hmm. over to, uh, to Patreon on Drinking Bros Podcast on Patreon. Uh, if you like video and you enjoy video and the chat and everything else, um, you will get notifications from Patreon. They have never missed uh, on this platform. Uh, that's the only way to keep the lights on and keep a full staff going. Um, and we're we're gonna have a pretty much a two month run of this. Mm-hmm. Um, so if we can raise, we need six thousand um, subscribers on Patreon by Christmas. And we will keep video production going. Uh, if not, our bread and butter is audio. That is how we make our money uh, as far as ads go, and that allows us to do the show every day. Video, we were hoping, uh, would lead us into the future, like a uh, uh, I don't know Stephen Crowder, I guess. Or, or Rogan or those guys, um, but it hasn't. No answers why. We've hired people inside YouTube. They don't have the answers. Yeah. Well, um, they, we, mean, know that, we know that there's, <laughs> it, it is being blocked on the back end, yeah. but nobody will say why, how, mm-hmm. or for what. Yeah. yeah. That's pretty much the end of it, to be honest. I mean, we'll use YouTube for uh, fake news still. Yeah, we'll put fake news on there. Rob O'Neill's show will be on there. Mm-hmm. But other, uh, and, other. and then we'll put clips on there. But uh, other than that, that'll be it for YouTube. Um, so if you enjoy the video podcast of Drinking Bros, go to Patreon and, uh, and donate $5 a month. Uh, we need 6,000 subscribers there. We already have how many, Bob? 2,500, somewhere close yeah. to there. We're also going to try to keep YouTube as the back end for the chat. Yeah, so the chat will be the same, um, same as this, uh, and, and the notifications will actually go out to you guys. But when we were uh, able to, to chat with our people with inside YouTube and pull the notifications, even the people who have notifications on, it's only going to 6.4% of you guys. Uh, Ross Patterson Revolution at 23 mm-hmm. No explanation why. Um, if you have it turned on, it should be going to yeah, you. Yeah, I mean, it's a problem that they can look and see 
that it's being blocked and people at higher levels at YouTube can't even tell us why they're blocked. No. Right. And uh, the other part of this is like I have my phone next to me now. I don't have a notification for this show. It's our channel. We fucking own the goddamn thing, and I'm not even getting notifications for our own channel, so uh, we don't have a choice, unfortunately, uh, if we want to keep video going. Audio, look, will always remain. Uh, video, not so sure. Uh, we will give it until Christmas time to kind of flip that, uh, but obviously with an impending recession and everything else, or, sorry, current recession, um, it's going to be tough to, uh, to keep it going unless we get subscribers on Patreon. Five bucks a month, 6,000 people will do it. We're already at 2,500 mm. now. So, uh, well, that's a mixed audience. I think a lot of those people are, are uh, single or $1 subscribers, which is audio stuff. But okay. to be honest, we'll probably, other than maybe Uncirked and a couple other things, we'll probably phase out the audio only uh, uh, subscriptions on Patreon over time because it just won't yeah, be. Yeah, we'll just put video on there because yeah, video is no the same point. as audio yeah. over there. And, uh, and that'll kind of be it. And then if you want your audio show, Obviously, go to whatever platforms you go to, iTunes and Spotify and whatnot. But after fighting for seven years over this, and mm -hmm. I think we have 1,800 videos on here now, um, it's fucking insane at this point. And yeah, we've got like, a, we, we looked at all the back end analytics. For example, the average show on YouTube, including the super popular ones, get the average watch time is somewhere around seven minutes. Mm -hmm. For us, it's like 38 minutes. Yeah, we're which, in the top like 1% on which, YouTube. It, when, you look at the, when, when you look at the markers like that and everything statistically is going extremely well, but the result is not, then there's nothing we can really do about that at right. this point. Yeah. Um, obviously, the content is there, and you know most of your favorite shows are already there now. Uh, we're probably late to this party. Um, to be honest with you, I know you know Andrew Schultz and Tim Dillon and those guys have been over there for a few years, and uh, we've put some fun, like crazy, out of control shit over there. That won't end either. It'll just be the normal show as well, and video just wise. So you know, all the ads you see on all of our content, we don't make any fucking money off of that. None. Like it may as well be zero dollars. Yeah. For the yeah. I'm like not even kidding. It may as well be zero. So the ones we read personally, yes. Uh, the other ones, nothing. So uh, it sucks, and uh, yeah. I'm not really sure what to say um, because we've hired all the people we could hire within YouTube and, uh, and no one has a fucking answer for it. Um, we're also starting to lose some guests who are like, hey, dude, I don't really understand uh, why you have a huge guest and it's getting like 10,000 views on YouTube and it's all stunted. Um, I don't have an answer for you on that one either. So uh, we're going to shift on over there. This will be our last full week on YouTube, and then it will all go uh, over to Patreon, and that is Drinking Bros Podcast on Patreon. Bob, if you want to put that up one more time, you can. And then we'll also put the link in the description uh, in the audio and the video there. Um, and uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's where we're at. Uh, and it sucks because we've spent a lot of fucking money in video over the years. Yep. Quite um, a bit of quite. We've never made a single dollar on any video, and it's our it's our primary expense as a company. Yes, um, I think our CFO said uh, we've lost about one point two million um, over the years um, dumping it into video. And uh, look, here we are. You know what I don't get is you take somebody like Stephen Crowder, um, who I enjoy. Uh, he had Alex Jones on live um, the day after the the Sandy Hook hearing, and 
gajillion views on that. Nobody cares within YouTube. And uh, we got ding for it. We got a strike. Um, we also got a warning uh, from them. And then they we ripped still, down the video. We, we have an active warning on our account for it right now. Yeah. Yeah. Like, fuck these guys, man. So, sorry. Uh, that is uh, a quick update on video. Uh, sorry, we've tried, and uh, so it's pretty much all we can do. Uh, Danthony, right now we're in the middle of uh, Woke War 3 here going on. This has been trending all day. Uh, this was an op ed piece in uh, Newsweek, I believe. Uh, that's correct. Yeah, it was an op ed by David Sachs in yep. Newsweek. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, one of it. Part of it was uh, involving, you know, Russia and Ukraine, and then obviously what uh, what Elon Musk uh, his suggestion was about what they should do with the war, right. which is wild to me because he's about to own Twitter, and now he's trying to stop a war on top of it. Um, and he made a, a poll on Twitter, which is, I guess, what you do when you own Twitter. Uh, Bob, if you could pull that up uh, and show it to the audience, Dan, I'd like to get your thoughts on this. And if you think he's correct and if this would work um, as far as ending this war with uh, Ukraine and Russia. Um, I mean, I, I think one of the things um, that there were, I think there were three parts, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. The first was that um, the Russia would maintain its possession of Crimea, which is something that they possessed for several hundred years until Khrushchev fucked up, I believe, in the mid-60s mm-hmm. or early 60s, something like that. Um, <clears throat> and then uh, the water supply, which was one of the one of the precursors for invasion, at least if you believe Russia's narrative, was to solidify the the natural water resource into Crimea in the south there. Uh, and then uh, the third thing he said, if I'm not mistaken, put it up on screen, Bob. It's all there up. Yeah, put, post it. There you go. Yeah, there you go. Uh, Ukraine remains neutral. I don't know what that means. I guess maybe with regard to, uh, to Crimea and then also the elections that they held, the referendums in the east get redone with UN supervision. Although... I don't know why you would invoke the UN. The UN is as incompetent and unreliable as any other organization. Um, But yeah, he's, uh, you know, kind of saying what myself and a bunch of other people have said this entire time, which is like the, the majority of the eastern side of Ukraine are ethnic Russians. And if they decide to join Russia, that should be their prerogative, Mm -hmm. right? I mean, that's how that's worked in that region for a while. Would you feel the same way about the Rio Grande Valley? Uh, sure, yeah. If, if Mexicans in Re- the Rio Grande Valley on, on this side of Texas were like, you know what, we're going back. I mean, with this land. You know well, what? See, here's the, here's the problem with that, right? Because they didn't always occupy that land. You know what I mean? Like, that, that's been a, a recent invasion, if you want to call it that. Um, There's been ethnic Mexicans there the entire time. There have been ethnic Mexicans there the entire time, but not only ethnic Mexicans, right? And it hasn't, like, these people that are in the eastern side of Ukraine didn't just move there in the last 25 years. Uh, uh, you know, the, the, they haven't really plussed up the population there. It's always been like that. Um, and the, as you know, Ukraine used to kind of be the epicenter for the Russian people, the Russo. It's where Rus- it was born. Yeah. I would say it's their uh, Garden of Eden, so to speak. Yeah. Um, so again, but I, I would go back. If you, if you read this article by Sachs, um, he talks about Obama's position during the Crimea conflict, which is that 
Um, Russia has legitimate security concerns. This is Barack Obama talking, not Dan Holloway. Russia has legitimate security concerns inside of Ukraine and the U.S. doesn't, so we don't really have any business interfering in what's going on there. That's essentially what he said. I'd give up the Rio Grande if, if there was proper border security. I think there, that would be a fun trade to make. Uh, you got to treat this stuff like fantasy football, and I think what Musk is doing uh, pretty much dumbs it down for everybody where it's mm. just make it a big fantasy football trade. Like if you put up proper security along the Mexican border and said, all right, Nobody's coming in through Texas, and you can have that. That'd be a nice trade to make, Bob. Um, I think that would be a, a kind of a Stefan Diggs type trade for maybe uh, like a Nick Chubb. You know, that's kind of even. Um, if, if you're a football fan out there, I think that would be an even trade these days. Uh, you know, a, a Pat Mahomes for a, for a Josh Allen, if you will. I think that'd be a good trade, but we'll never do that. And I don't think this is going to happen either, do you? It's a nice proposal, but I don't think that's going to happen. I mean, all things being equal, I could see it happening because some of the things in this um, were during the early parts of the war, Zelensky said some of this stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And then, you know, the U.S. started getting involved. So the U.S. doesn't want this to be over. They want to bleed Russia. They want to cost Russia money. They want to cost them lives. So they weaken them on the stage, on, on the international stage. It's the same thing that we were trying to do to Russia and Afghanistan before, you know, the agency finally got involved and started fucking doing stuff. Um, I don't see... I I guess from Elon Musk's position, he just wants the fighting to stop. I understand that, I guess, but this doesn't work like that. Like, people have to fight. Um, Sometimes people have to fight but it's like you can't be on both sides we, you, you can't pretend that, that america isn't just doing this to fuck with russia we don't give a fuck about ukraine the american government doesn't give two fucks about ukraine they're mm-hmm. only doing this to fuck with russia so what does that tell you it tells you that they're not going to try to find a way to solve this problem they're going to try to find a way to prolong this problem provided it's costing both sides equally the problem is with us it's costing our economy, obviously. And well, they don't give a fuck about that. No, either. I know they don't. Because they're just going to print money. But we do, right? Why doesn't our own governments care, though? Because it's easy enough to print money, and they're, they're not cash rich. They're equity rich, right? So the higher inflation goes, the more their shit's worth, and the less ours is worth. This, this has happened many, many times before. Not in America, necessarily, but globally. It's... it's yeah. Yeah. They don't give a fuck. I mean, look at look at what's happened over the past 2 years. Joe Biden while incompetent um <clears throat> the people around him clearly don't care that they're driving the Titanic into the iceberg right now because there's a million different ways that they could show that they care and then take action to stop it and they've done neither of those things. Mm-hmm. Um I find it strange too with uh with midterms coming up, uh the way the inflation is and everything else. Obviously the war has something to do with it. Um, I'm seeing a lot of darker articles over the weekend of like, oh shit. Uh, you know, we were riding high. Nate Silver told us we were riding high and we were going to win. Now the numbers are starting to, to go south here uh, for various reasons. Um, one is, is the Fetterman thing. Uh, that fucking interview, that race is now within a point. Mm-hmm. Um, there after the interview we talked about. Wait until next week when they have the debate. I still don't think they're going to have it. Oh yeah. 
I, I just thinking about it over the weekend. Um, you know, because we we did that show and we played the interview, and I, we got a shit ton of DMs about it. Um, I, I don't see how you can, and here's why. Uh, with that interview, and this is just from a Hollywood perspective, it was about three minutes and thirty seconds total what we saw. Mm-hmm. Right now, typically when you call somebody's publicist to schedule uh, an interview for them or, or whatever, you book out about an hour. If that's the best footage you could pull after an hour. Imagine what the other 57 minutes was. I mean, you're fucked at I that think point. It was just the Jeopardy theme song. It, it might have been. For the entire time. But, but I know you're joking, but speaking of that, like during the debate, what are they going to do? Just wait five minutes for him to read the teleprompter and then respond? There's like one rule, one iron law of broadcast media, and it's no dead air. Mm-hmm. Like that's the number one rule for it's why people like it's why everybody in news has the same stupid accent no matter what their ethnicity or background is it's why people like uh candace owens and ben shapiro talk so fast because they came about in either self-published media or radio and stuff like that that's the one rule i don't know man (laughs) is it live or edited after the fact it's live I have no idea. So it's we, it's live. But it's going to be like that Admiral Stockdale versus Al Gore, oh yeah. Al Gore debate, and fucking uh, well, it was Al Gore, Admiral Stockdale, and Dan, the one where he just Dan, took out his hearing aids, Dan Quayle, I yeah. think, in 1992. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's going to be. Huh? Great. I can't hear you. He kept saying, "I'm going to have to get back to you on that." Yeah, because he couldn't, he couldn't hear. No, there was well, tech difficulties and everything else. It wasn't tech, right? But let's but let's say. He has tech difficulties uh, in this election coming up. I mean, this uh, debate. Sorry, I drove for like 90 hours this weekend. Just got here. Um, but uh, let's say there is tech difficulties for Fetterman with the speech problems that he has, which I have on today's show. It's going to get rough. Um, and you're going to have a ton of dead air. That's going to be real uncomfortable. And I don't know how long it is, but usually those things run ninety to you know ninety minutes to two hours. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, it's going to be brutal. It's going to be brutal. And if if I'm Doctor Oz and there's a gap of time where Homeboy's reading a question that I don't like, I jump in there immediately, unless they're going to cut his mics. Did they say they they were going to do that? Um, because that's what that, they did in the Trump one. Remember? Yeah, that I don't know, but. You know how those stages are. They're ma- they're mic'd up for ancillary shit as well. So he's just going to be able to talk out loud. They can't cut the they can't cut the ambient mics. Mm-hmm. I mean, they can technically, but I don't know. We'll see. I mean, it's that's that's the other problem though. Like sometimes you interject during a debate, and if they keep cutting Oz's mic while he's trying to interject, then that's not going to look good either. Like there's not a real, right. there's not a super elegant way to handle this situation. No, not at all. Or, you, I mean, there is. You could run a guy for office that can, like, speak English and shit. That would be the, the way to handle it. I wonder if there was any thought during this process of just replacing him. Or maybe he didn't want to. Um, I don't know. I don't even know who was number two in that race, uh, to be honest with you. I think he housed the other guy during the primary, um, whoever he was running against, Fetterman. Um, but that was, uh, that was pre-stroke, right? Or was that post-stroke, Bob? Pre. Way pre. He okay, had the gotcha. stroke like a month or two ago. Okay. So, yeah, uh, to bow out now for somebody to try to catch up against Dr. Oz with that type of 
uh, name recognition would be tough mm-hmm. at this point. So uh, either way, it'll be fun to watch, and I can't wait. If, if it actually goes down, I still contend that, that it won't. Um, if his team is smart, I would just walk the fuck away from this and then hope for the best in the election because we're three weeks out right now uh, from that. Um, the other one that they can't figure out is the Herschel Walker thing, man, over there. Uh, the world has collapsed around Herschel. And it, nothing is making a difference in that race. It's no. a toss-up. It's 50-50 right now over there for Herschel. And nobody cares. Uh, today, he said uh, that he did write a check. However, it was not for an abortion. It was to help her out with something else financially. Uh, look, I don't, I don't think they give you a receipt when you walk out of an abortion clinic. You know, because there's they nothing really to take back. And have one of those smiley face stamps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, like a tip jar, but yeah. I don't think uh, they T- do because you can't take anything back. They've taken from you. Take a penny, leave a penny. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, take a fetus, leave a fetus is something that might be of some use maybe. to some people. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but I saw Bill Maher talk about it uh, over the weekend on Friday nights, and we keep bringing him up more and more. He's going more towards the middle on all this shit. Uh, And he had a really, I don't know if you saw it, but he had a really great response to why Herschel Walker is still in this race whatsoever. Mm -hmm. Um, He goes, he said, look, man, uh, you know, you can make fun of Republicans all you want and, uh, and sneer, you know, from the left and everything else down at the right. But he goes, when it's half the country and he goes, I love living here. You have to try to figure it the fuck out. And he goes with all the woke politics and the cancel culture and everything else, a guy like Herschel Walker, if he's still in this, which he is, according to the polls, <laughs> um, you have to ask yourself why. And he said, the answer is because everything else you're selling sucks. And I hate you so much that I'm willing to vote for a guy like Herschel Walker to be in office. And I think he's correct in that assessment. I don't think it matters who's running against uh, most of these people. It's just, I hate what's going on in your party. Therefore, mm. I'm going to vote for this other person. Yeah, I mean, that's how, uh, that's how American elections go, though. If the economy's fucked, it doesn't matter how bad the other guy is, mm-hmm. typically, right? And I, I honestly, no matter what the fucking bots on Twitter are telling you, I don't think most people in the United States are thrilled that in the middle of our third quarter of recession, that billions and billions of dollars are going to fucking Ukraine. Mm-hmm. I just don't think people like that shit. I don't care what the fucking media says. I don't care what your polling says. I think that anybody that's on the left, and uh, to include neocons, by the way, uh, that are promoting this fucking war bullshit or spending money on, on failed foreign policy during a recession, I think those people are in fucking trouble, to be honest. So this is why you don't hear Ron Johnson in Wisconsin talking about the Ukraine shit. Not at all. You know what I mean? Because he's fighting for his fucking life up there, just like, uh, what's his name? Uh, R. Kelly. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, R. Kelly's done now. He's all done. Uh, but Ron Johnson is actually taking the lead in that Wisconsin poll right now. Uh, and now they're worried about Utah as well. Um, says Utah turns wild card here for the Senate. Mike Lee uh, versus Evan McMullen has emerged as a potential wild card in the battle for Senate. Uh, and Evan McMullen is an independent. Now, I don't know much about this guy whatsoever. Uh, Evan McMullen is a Merman former CIA guy, right? Is he? 
believe he was so. a Mormon, former CIA, ran as an independent. In we actually interviewed him at TFM on our podcast oh, no back in the day. Yeah, we had like what, an hour long conversation with him. What's his life story, and how has this guy popped up to prominence? Um, because I haven't heard much about him, to be honest with you. So he ran as an independent in 2016 as a like conservative-ish alternative to Trump, and his kind of hope was obviously he was never going to win, but he had an outside shot, a non-zero chance, I guess you could say, of uh, maybe winning Utah. And then if Hillary and um, Trump didn't reach a majority, Mm -hmm. it was just all plurality electoral votes. And he also won. Then it goes to, what, the House, I think, to vote on. And anyone who won electoral votes can then be elected president by the House, no matter how many there were. Okay. So he was kind of hoping to shimmy his way in there because he didn't like Hillary and he obviously didn't like Trump. So that was his kind of independent thing. Since then, he's kind of just been your, I don't know, run-of-the-mill anti-Trumper. A lot of people find him cringe. Anyone who's been on Twitter too long becomes cringe eventually. Yeah. Uh, so that's his thing now. Now he's, I guess, just you know running for Senate also as an independent. Yeah. I, but he's popular in Utah. Fa- I mean, fairly popular in Utah. Uh, obviously. I mean, uh, they don't know what's going to happen there. Uh, and now... Some people in the media are starting to uh, uh, possibly predict a 50-50 Senate split. Um, do you think that would be good? Because they asked Chuck Schumer that's about we, it. That's what we have right now. Uh, is it 50-50 mm-hmm. and then Kamala breaks the tie? Yep. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, so, no, it's not good because, I mean, it, it, it becomes a moot point then. I mean, unless you're talking about judge or SCOTUS confirmations or something like that, federal judge or SCOTUS confirmations, it's essentially a moot point because Congress is 100% going to the Republicans. So a split, split, uh, or I'm sorry, the House. Mm-hmm. A split Congress like that, they're, they're not going to get anything done either way. But if it was, uh, you know, I, I suppose if the Republicans were able to maintain a majority in the House into 24, win the presidency, and then it's, it's still 50-50 in the Senate, then yeah, technically they can get some stuff done, but... You know, there's still the cloture vote issue of 60 votes in the Senate. There's a lot of stuff going on there. Um, but, I, you know, <clears throat> I wonder how many traditional conservative and, and Republican voters are convinced that having Republicans and conservatives, at least neocons in office, are, is going to make a difference. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, there it's the neocons in league with progressives that are pushing this war bullshit in Ukraine during a recession. It's not just Democrats, mm-hmm. and it's not just the left wing of the Democratic Party. It is Democrats and neocons all doing this shit. So, what makes you think that electing some more neocons into office is going to change anything? I'm not sure. Um, at this point, uh, because you're right, Republicans did vote for the funding part of the funding for for this Ukraine thing. Why? Zero idea uh, whatsoever, especially in the trouble we're in. But maybe that's the answer. You know, uh, they want to send more money, weaken the country, and then win the election. Uh, in which case, that sucks as well. So uh, there's no great answer going on at this point. I mean, the answer is very obvious. It's that we allow America to become the Thunderdome, right? So think about sports, athletics, uh, even shooting and things like that. When you start to get rusty or fucked up or develop bad habits, you go back to the fundamentals, right? Mm-hmm. And in human civilization, fundamentals mean staying alive, like developing systems, like personal traits and characteristics and skills to stay alive and then permeating those throughout uh, your community and building infrastructure to support 
those things to keep you alive. That's how human civilization works. Um, it may in, end up being the only way uh, to, to solve these problems. I mean, we're, we're, at, we're now at the end of the American empire. And typically speaking, when empires fall, chaos ensues. And uh, I recommend preparing yourself for chaos. Right? The things that you think matter don't matter. Breathing, drinking water, eating food, staying warm, those are the things that matter. Yeah, I will find out. I think we're, uh, me personally, nowhere close to that. Um, I just don't see it from a lot of people out there. Um, see what? Anybody able to do that or, or willing to, to do it or care enough to do it? Um, I just don't on a daily basis. Um, you know, most people are just kind of trying to grunt it out, and, and that's about it. Move somewhere warm without hurricanes, folks. Yeah. Because that's your only real option at this point. You know what I mean? Yeah, you, what part of how things have gone the past 40 years or so makes you think we can vote our way out of this? I'm not sure that it's a vote, but I think things will just continue along. Um, What's the historical basis for that? When, is, when, when have empires crumbled and things just kind of puttered along? Well, after? we haven't had a civil war in, what, 200 years at this point? In this country. Yeah, in this but country. But there have been several hundred civil wars in other countries totally. since then. Totally. Um, I, I just don't think uh, it, they would allow it here. I don't think the government no, would allow it here. I, I, you're, you're getting me all wrong here. I, the infrastructure is what will crumble. I don't see what, what civil war would there be. People keep talking about a, a national divorce civil war. A civil war between whom and whom and over what? Well, so right there, now, there's there, a big secession kit going on with, with individual states, right? Texas wants to secede. Uh, who's it? Oregon? I think is the latest that wants to secede. Uh, well, it's Northern California, Oregon, and Idaho. Yeah. Southern, southeastern Oregon, and, and then northeast. And I think Idaho. part of Oregon wants to become Idaho. No, they want to become. If I'm not mistaken. They want to become a new state altogether. Okay. There have been a number. I think it's Jefferson is the name of the state that they wanted to become, but it's uh, Northern California or maybe North eastern california part of idaho and then south and southeastern uh oregon i believe you can you can look up a map if you um just look at the state jefferson state or whatever the fuck i don't remember what it's that's called. what they want to call it uh, i think jefferson yeah is the state they wanted to call yeah and the, re- the reason why i i personally think uh, it'll never work uh for any of these states like it doesn't matter pick one uh in the united states uh eventually there is some form of natural disaster that happens and then you need the feds you need money the, to, the, to repair wait, the state. The federal government doesn't have money. They take money from us. Right. That's not their money. So where would it go? Like then? 10%, 10% of the federal government's budget comes from things like land holding, selling oil, which they shouldn't own in the first place either, and things like that. 90% of the federal budget comes from you and me, from our pockets. Right. Right. So here's what happens. The same thing that happens all over the country already without federal involvement. MOUs, memorandums of understanding and things like that, where, uh, uh, for example, Cal Fire in Southern California is a state-run fire department, basically, right? But there's a bunch of unincorporated areas, particularly towards Inland Empire in the southern part of California that don't have uh, uh, municipalities. So they might have public land, so they let Certain organizations use their public land for X, Y, and Z. And in return, if there's a big fire over there, Cal Fire shows up and helps them out. Or a, a neighboring county shows up and helps them out. Mm-hmm. Right? These kind of agreements are the foundation of federalism in the United States. And we don't need the fucking federal government to do that. So what Abbott Wheelchair here, uh, Governor Abbott, is proposing is that we don't pay income taxes anymore. Right? 
Um, have you seen those commercials? Uh, yeah, I've seen them. Yeah. Um, so he's we saying, shouldn't be paying the federal government anything. The state should pay to the federal government, but not individuals. I think the 16th Amendment should be repealed. It doesn't make any fucking sense because we have no voting authority over that. We're one out of 280 million votes, mm-hmm. basically, in that. But if I, can, if, if I can narrow it down to just Texas votes on whether or not we're going to fund a war in Ukraine, I could fucking win that vote today. Sure. And then if all you fucking dummies want vote, to vote yes to pay for it, then that's on you. Right. But I'm not doing it. And so, I, that's the way the system of government is meant to work. Right. So let's say Texas did secede, right? Uh, and it became its own, what'd you call it, country at that point? Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it became its own country. Um, would you still take taxes then from people? Because I'm trying to understand what this commercial even means. I'm not going to pay income taxes. Because we don't pay state taxes here in Texas, right? Correct. So where would the money go for roads, education? Uh, how would uh, a succession for Texas pay for that? Well, I don't know. I, don't, I haven't seen the line item budget for Texas. But for roads, I don't know, maybe tolls. I mean, the, your, your vehicle registration, that's what's supposed to pay for roads. Right. And if it's not enough, charge more, I guess. I don't know. See, but, and then, but, but we, already, we already have that here, and we already have tolls. That's right. Yeah, and we already have vehicle reg- registration and everything else. What, what point are you making? It's not enough. Um, and Why is it not enough? Because take something like ERCOT. That, that's, I'm sorry. That's the amount of money we have to spend, so it has to be enough. We, we, you have to stop running government as a, at a fucking deficit just because you can trick people or force them at the point of a gun into stealing their money from them. I, look, I, That's I, I understand you, and, I, and I'm with you here. The problem is the people you would elect to run your country, let's say it was still wheelchair, right, mm-hmm. uh, who is running this place, still hasn't done anything with ERCOT and the electrical grid and anything else. We would still be fucked if there was another winter storm like there was, what was it, last year? Was that just last year? Uh, years yeah. ago yeah yeah i mean it was a year and a half ago because it was in february of last year yeah yeah a year so. and a half ago um who would pay for that then who would pay for what to to fix everybody's houses and uh the land and the pipes and all that stuff uh well insurance companies i guess but ultimately uh uh the amount of money we spend on energy should reflect the amount of energy that we get if it if if we are required to spend 40 percent of our personal income on all of this bullshit then all of this bullshit should not exist mm-hmm. that's how that works right we, we we operate from this premise that well x y and z need to get done and it costs this much money so that's how much we're going to tax from everybody no fuck that that's that's horseshit that's not how that's supposed to work the presumption should be that we have x amount of money what can we accomplish with this amount of money so you learn to be efficient you learn to solve problems without wasting people's time and money but you take something like insurance, for example, um, with the ERCOT situation, I don't think that you could get, I don't think anybody would insure the state of Texas if that grid wasn't upgraded. So you take mm-hmm. all the, the coastal towns, uh, you know, uh, Pacific and Atlantic, uh, as far as hurricanes go, you can't get major ins- insurance along the coastline. It's all like mom and pop places. Uh, and having gone through a few of these myself and having lost a house in it, um, most of them go bankrupt because they just can't afford it. Uh, so what would happen then, I guess? Well, I guess, so, you know, things work cyclically like that. So, you know, in, in 1960, the average person, I believe, made $12,000 a year, something like that. And the average home cost $2,400 a year. Right? Right. That's, that's what, one-sixth of their annual salary they spend on a pretty nice house. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Now... 
people spend routinely somewhere between four and 10 times their annual salary on a home. Mm -hmm. So housing prices would go down. Yes. They would have to, otherwise housing would go out of business and that's just not going to happen. You know what I mean? So, you know, when, when, again, when you are, when you're trying to find solutions to issues like this, you find the waypoint that doesn't move. Housing is not going away. So housing is going to cost what we can pay for it, what we allow people to charge us for it. Ultimately, the power is all of ours to decide that. And instead of sacrificing our fucking liberty, individual liberty for security, as Ben Franklin warned us against, instead we sacrificed it for convenience because we don't want to be put out. We don't, we don't want to fucking be inconvenienced by having to do things for ourselves. And as such, we now pay 10 times our annual salary for a fucking home to live in. And then when we buy it, we pay the fucking government another 10% every year just to live there mm-hmm. on land that we own. Fuck this shit. Oh, yeah. It doesn't make any fucking sense. And if it all has to collapse for this to go away, I'm perfectly fine with that. The- because it's not just about us. It's about everybody that comes after us as well. We have fucked this country up big time. The only problem is we would still have to elect somebody to govern. Uh, and in my opinion, local politics is, is almost worse than, than federal politics. Well, it's worse because people don't pay attention to it. Mm-hmm. But when things start to get chaotic and, and start really affecting their lives and they know they can go to a local politician and solve their problem, then that local politician becomes afraid, as they should be. Yeah, I, I guess what's to stop you from being in the same cycle if you let's say all these states did secede and try to, to last on their own uh how do you get rid of the corruption and politics uh and the shitty people that are in charge there is no getting rid of uh corruption and politics but i will say this um plato famously said that um if you refuse to take part in the running of your country you were doomed to be ruled by fools mm-hmm. right so the the solution to that is to have a zero tolerance policy for corruption if you're in politics and you are doing corrupt things you go to jail forever or you just get smoked by somebody right that's how it used to be back in the day if you start taking advantage and stealing people's money and shit just because you want to do what you want to do and you think you deserve some kind of fucking power you wake up in the morning with a bullet in your brain you know what i mean or don't wake mm-hmm. up uh, th- this is like this is too important. People's lives are too important to be fucking toyed with in this way. And and frankly, I've had it. I've had it with this bullshit. I'm tired of fucking trying to make excuses about our system of government and how it's operated because people are romantic about the I- they just have the wrong idea about what America is. America is not 538 elected fucking politicians. It's not the president. It's not even. Our borders or geography. America is the idea that individual liberty and personal entrepreneurship are the ultimate inoculation to tyrannical bullshit. And if whatever you're selling doesn't fit that narrative, then fuck you, you're out. And if we have to move you out by force, then we'll do that too. But that's the point, right? It's the posse mentality. Back in the day, there weren't police. We didn't have police. We had some sheriffs here and there to deal with major crime. But if somebody came to your property and stole some shit, then all the fucking swinging dicks in the neighborhood said, hey, let's go fucking get this guy. We'll turn him into the sheriff and he'll hang him in front of everybody in public mm-hmm. to show that you don't do that bullshit. Well, we don't have the tolerance or the time anymore to, to apply standards properly. And this is the result. Today's show is brought to you by ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros. 30% off. 
a mattress, and two free pillows. How do you beat it? Uh, The luxury pillows are just as good as the goddamn mattress. I love them. And right now, when you get a mattress, you get 30% off and you get two free pillows. How do you beat that deal? Now, you can fill up the entire cart with uh, the sheets, uh, an adjustable base, the cover, as you see here, the weighted blankets, whatever your heart desires. Type in the promo code Drinking Bros at checkout and get 30% off of everything in your cart. Now, if you want 40% off, got to get that bundle package, dog. That's the adjustable base and the mattress combined together for one amazing sexual adventure. Uh, I love it. Once you have that thing, you'll never go back. It's got a remote, super sleek. It's got USB ports, flashlights. Uh, You can even pop it up in TV mode, book mode, and it'll also vibrate from head to toe. In case you're there with that lucky lady or fellow, no judgment here. At the bottom of the screen when you check out, you're going to see a 60-month pay-as-you-go program. No interest as long as you have decent credits at ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros. And if you check that box, uh, all the deals that I mentioned are applicable with that. And you can walk out of there with a brand-new bedroom set for about 25 bucks a month. Go to ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros today. Next up, Fume is in the house. We're talking about breathefume.com slash drinking bros. There's no E in fume, by the way. It's uh, just B-R-E-A-T-H-E-F-U-M.com slash drinking bros. You've seen it on set. D'Anthony is holding it a lot. Uh, A lot of our uh, uh, employees here use it. Um, This is for people who are trying to quit smoking or... Maybe you've already quit smoking and you're struggling a little bit. Uh, they come with these flavored uh, packs that you put in at the end of it. Looks, feels like a cigarette. You can actually inhale, but it's got nice minty flavors with it. And uh, you can pick whatever ones you want. Uh, you've seen these before on the show. It's like, it's like a, a nice little wooden stick. Uh, looks like it was carved maybe in uh, India or something like that. It's very nice. It's almost too classy for guys like us. Uh, but these are great in case you're uh, trying to quit smoking or, uh, or maybe you have quit and you're struggling with it. Just keep something in your hand, dude, uh, to keep going. A lot of people don't expect much out of it, but once they're, they got it like this, it's like, boom, all right, cool, it's in my hand. I feel all right. Uh, I can have a few drinks, mime the act of smoking and everything else, uh, and it's great. Again, they have like peppermint uh, flavors and uh, like cozy chai, lemonberry bliss. Uh, there's a bunch of them, thousands of reviews. Uh, quitting is tough, but fume really can help. Uh, they've got uh, thousands of five-star reviews from smokers who've tried everything else, uh, and this is the one that did it for them. Um, so replace the habit, kids. That's why you've got to check out fume. It is the natural inhaler designed for a better, safer, and natural way to quit cigarettes. Uh, it's a no-smoke no vape and no nicotine replacements for the hand-to-mouth habit of smoking. Uh, replace that habit. So whether you're a smoker or an ex-smoker who still struggles with cravings, Fume is the perfect tool for you. Head to breathefume.com slash bros and use promo code DRINKINGBROS to save 10% off your entire order. That is 10% off your entire order when you head to B-R-E-A-T-H-E-F-U-M.com slash bros and use promo code DRINKINGBROS at checkout. Quit naturally with Fume and use 
Promo code Drinking Bros to save 10% off at breathefume.com slash drinking bros. Last but not least, we've got mybookie.com. Sorry, my bookie. Oh boy. Tennessee Moneyline. I know. I know. Everybody went all in. I told you. I'm sorry it cost you my bookie, but uh it was it was a feeling in the air through the entire week uh, that Tennessee was going to win that game, and I had to go with my gut on that one. It was Moneyline Tennessee all day long. A lot of people took it, a lot of people singing Rocky Top, and then obviously we got uh, smoked in the NFL the next day. But that's the breaks, huh? Came back during the Eagles game last night. They came through. You can too tonight. Like tonight's game is great, actually. It's Chargers minus five. I was all over that. I took that, uh, took down the over under, took it in teasers. I've got all the things on the Chargers tonight minus five. I don't even think Russell Wilson is playing tonight. Uh, he's got a torn lat. He shouldn't be. If he does, though, they're going to work him over. Uh, turn your love of sports into your new side hustle at mybookie.com. Use promo code DRINKINGBROS to double your first deposit all the way to $1,000 there. Bet on anything, anytime, anywhere with mybookie.com. Promo code DRINKINGBROS doubles your first deposits all the way up to $1,000. Well, there's too much. Uh, look, there's too many lawyers. There's too much courts. There's too much. And, and none of it works. Uh, you see that kid over the weekend for Parkland, the Parkland shooter. Uh, it was one person on that jury who held out. Uh, that was just one who held out on the death penalty there for that kid. Why? Like, that system needs to go as well then, right? <clears throat> um, I mean, a murder conviction requires unanimous uh, consent, right? Not just the death penalty. So, no, I don't think so. I think juries are a whole different ballgame than voting on public policy. Sort of, but it, it, it impacts people's behaviors in the world. So if, if you don't set an example by killing that kid mm-hmm. who shot up a school, well, then I that's mean, part of it too. That feeds into yeah. being a shitty America as well. In, in some ways, yeah. I mean, they should, if they're going to do that, it should be done unceremoniously because people are copycats. Uh, we've, we have 25 years of research into the death penalty. It doesn't deter crime. I understand that, whatever reason. but, but I, I would... Put all the parents in there. Let them each take a shot at that kid and, uh, and end it pretty quickly. Now, financially, even as a country, we're going to be paying for this fuck for the next 65 We'd years of his life. We'd be paying way more if he got the death penalty. Only because of all the, the appeal appeals system. Shit. Right. right. So under the current There's, form, I'm yeah. fine with him not getting the death penalty. Uh, I'm not because I think the form should... Like you, the, again, we're, we're, we're getting into the uh, acceptance part of this, which I think is inappropriate. I don't think we should accept the way things are. I think things need to be changed. Um, it, it's one thing if, you know, <clears throat> eyewitness testimony... Uh, from a single source says that you did something and you get convicted of murder or whatever the fuck. But when you walk into a school and shoot up a bunch of kids and then immediately get apprehended by police, you should be walked outside, put on your knees and the fucking front of your face blown out from the back with a shotgun with cameras everywhere. So I agree. Everybody can see it. I agree. Like, it, at what point did it become a human right to be able to murder a bunch of fucking children and not get smoked on premises for it? That's uh, not, that is not a human right. You don't have a fucking, I don't give a fuck about uh, 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 due process and all that shit. When you get caught in the act of killing children, you die. The end. I agree. Uh, but the reason I bring this up is it's not just government and politics. It's our court system. And then it's everybody's attitude towards it. Like, I mean, you're going to have to have a complete teardown 
of this house uh, and starts. If you're really going to go all in on America and morals and who we should be, uh, what we can become and everything else, I mean, you've got to tear down all of it. It's not just government. That's right. Court system, lawyers, uh, this type of shit. Um, but there will have to be some law in effect uh, in order to enforce this the, shit. The law is always what we say it is, right? Mm-hmm. And it's, it's the, whatever, whatever law exists... No matter what's in, like, you can see the Constitution is selectively applied in courts across America every single fucking day. So the fact that it's written down on paper doesn't mean shit. What matters is what people in America will accept. What they'll, they'll like, oh, I guess there's nothing I can do about that. It just sucks. That's how it is, or that's the way it is, or it's easier to do it this way. No. If you make compromises like that, if you continue to make compromises because it's easier for you, right? Or it's less danger to you. Like this, the passive resistance thing, the, the phrase in, in Hindi for passive resistance that uh, Gandhi used to use that Martin Luther King Jr. famously quoted from, it doesn't mean passive resistance. That's not what it means. What it means is I'm, I believe this is right and I'm going to accept whatever consequences from my actions happen because I know this is right. That's what it literally means in Hindi, right? So we have this wrong idea, this live and let live bullshit. No, fuck that. That's not how it is. Every single time you allow some shit to happen in your presence that's wrong, that goes unchecked, then it gets bigger and bigger and bigger. Mm-hmm. And this is where we are now. It's why no form of government fucking uh, scales. No form of any kind of, uh, any kind of institution scales indefinitely. Government, but I mean, again, complete teardown all the way across the board. Um, governments, laws, uh, how we govern uh, <clears throat> individually and everything else. Like, Yeah. America would, would require a complete and utter teardown in order to start over. And then you're going to have to get everybody to buy into the same system of beliefs. Mm, that's not, there's not a whole lot of messaging required when things are very chaotic. You know what I mean? Um, people just look to leaders. Whenever things go completely tits up, like I see uh, somebody in the chat talking about the mob mentality. You're, you're correct that if left unchecked without leadership, it becomes a 360 degree firing squad and everybody gets fucked up and it's just mob rule and chaos. And that's, that was the end of ultimately the end of uh, the Roman empire, but the empire was several hundred years old before it ended for several hundred years. The largest city on earth was ruled because the people in charge uh, um, at least convinced most of the population that doing the right thing was beneficial through force sometimes or whatever. But once the leaders started to become like fucking Caligula and shit, people were like, oh, fuck, I don't have to obey any rules either, mm-hmm. right? And now that fucking multiple major business people and politicians can go systematically rape children on an island for years and the guy never be brought to justice and not one of them ever fucking faces trial for it, this creates nihilism in the system. That There's no coming back from that. Like, there's no version where people start trusting American institutions again until they get torn down and rebuilt from the ground up. Right, and it's, it's funny you say that because uh, regarding Rome and all that stuff, I said this in Ross Patterson Revolution the other day, it's almost like you need a king to rule uh, or, or something like that to enforce these <laughs> Yeah, I've said this for a long time. and everything else. A benevolent dictator. Like, the, the most successful leader in the history of human beings is Augustus Caesar because, yeah, he was a dictator, but he aligned himself 
he aligned his ego, which he was very well aware that he had, with producing the best possible society for Roman citizens. That, that's how he accomplished that. Now, you see that ego, and it can take a lot of weird turns. People have these ideas that they think are better than everybody else, and through just you know general ego, pride of authorship, sometimes they're fucking crazy. Uh, it becomes tyrannical and dystopian. But not all dictatorships have become dystopian. It's just not true to say that. So, well, is there one left uh, in, in the world that still exists that actually works? Uh, there hasn't been in a very long time, no. How long do you think? 2,000 years. 2,000 years? Yeah. And why is that? Um, I mean, I guess technically you could say the feudalism in, in middle, middle millennia England was relatively decent, yeah. But um, the reason is because there aren't that many... There aren't enough strong, good men to do it, frankly. Like, you can't just do it with one person anymore. Rome had three million people, I think, in its height Mm -hmm. in the city. Um, Like, that's one thing, but 350 in this country, we're about to hit 8 billion, I think, next month on Earth. One person isn't capable of doing that kind of stuff. And you have to have, um, again, politicians, leaders, whomever it is, even a dictator, their power only exists if the people who are under it believe it exists. And there is a limit that you can push people to where they don't give a fuck how much power they will die trying to stop you. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. They don't give a shit. And there hasn't been an idea good enough in a very long time. I thought maybe the American experiment would be it, you know, but it, it's it's just not like that anymore. People well, don't people don't actually believe in liberty. They believe in liberty for for themselves and not for everybody else. But that's not what liberty is. Liberty it only exists if it exists for everybody and always. Right. But I, my thing is, with three hundred thirty million people, Rome had what three million? You said mm-hmm. three million sounds feasible. I, I don't think three hundred thirty million people is feasible. Three uh, million. In a time when it took a month to get a message from one side of the empire to the other, right? I, I don't. Three thirty is is too many people. I think, but uh, I, people people the numbers matter less when infrastructure is better. Yeah, I but think. it's like so. We why does it got to be three hundred thirty million? And here is what I mean by that: we we are very romantic for some reason about the United States of America. One, they're not united. That's an that's nonsense. Um, <clears throat> but. You, you, government, again, it doesn't scale indefinitely. You have to find at what level your idea works. So I have a specific method for printing and shipping T-shirts. It, it's going to work up until the point that it doesn't. And a stupid person will waste their time trying to make it work instead of realizing that that's the level it works and then creating a bunch of those. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's called federalism. It's our system of fucking government. Right. And for some reason, we've allowed the federal government to gain more and more power unchecked in our lifetime. In the last 25 years, the federal government has expanded <coughs> under conservative control more than it ever has in the entire history of this country. We've developed a police state. We're now fucking having banks and payment processors and social media people censor us for our beliefs and shit like that. We've given the federal government and large institutions too much power and it must be taken back. And the only way to take it back is to defeat. You can't, there's no civil war. That's bullshit. The only way to take it back is to diffuse power by making it smaller and spread out over a larger area. So you're not talking about governing 330 million people. 
That's not how it's supposed to work. You're talking about governing smaller bodies and then putting those bodies together in, in, in intersections where it makes sense, like national defense, roads, fucking natural disasters and shit. But that's it. Not sending money to fucking Ukraine. Not governing our health care for some fucking reason. None of this shit makes any sense, and it's not how it was supposed to work. So would you go state by state and have a succession there and then give people the opportunity to look at the potential I don't know, rules, laws, whatever you want to call them, and say, all right, here's what we believe in in Texas. Would you like to join Texas? Yes or no? Is it like a, you know, uh, American Idol or something like that? Sure, yeah. I mean, I think Texas should be allowed to vote um, on, on what they want to do. And, hey, if you want to move to Texas and be part of our shit, mm-hmm. come on down, bud. And if you don't, fuck off. Like, you, get the fuck out. Go back to Massachusetts or California or New York or wherever the fuck you came from. But don't come here because you ruined your fucking state. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. that, that's, that, this is the quintessential problem that people don't want to stay and fix their fucking problem. That's why we have a fucking immigration crisis right now. It's because people don't want to stay in Guatemala and fix their fucking problems and fight for their own country. They want to fucking flee like a bunch of bitches. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Same thing with Venezuela. Fuck off of that shit. It just doesn't work. And we're not doing them any favors by opening the door for him either. You know what I mean? It's like there's a bully outside and your kid's pounding on the door trying to get in and you're like, no, you got to go fight that guy because he's going to come after you for the rest of your fucking life if you don't turn around right now and go punch him in his fucking face. Even if you lose the fight, the bullying will stop here. And we, we refuse to hold people accountable like that. And because of it, we have crisis in our economy and our immigration and everything because we're a bunch of fucking pussies. And, and me personally, like I think that will continue uh probably past our death i don't think it's going to change in our lifetime at all Uh, in the next 10 years this country is going to fucking collapse you think so yes uh what's going to be first uh well the economy and housing will go first okay but the you know the good news is is the economy and housing are going to crash around the same time so there's not going to be anybody coming looking for mortgage payments because the banking system will collapse as well probably you think so Mm -hmm. okay uh even though it's all digital you know they couldn't ding you on the back end of that I mean, digital, what does that mean? It means if the fucking digits go away, then the payments go away. This is Fight Club. That's, that's the fucking premise of Fight Club, right? Sure, sure, sure. sure. Uh, and it's, you know, all, none of, again, none of this stuff is fucking real. None, none of this is real. What's real are principles. The principles by which you live your life and, and teach your children and your community to live their lives, that is what will stand the test of time. All these systems and infrastructure, all this stuff always decays over time. Yeah, but the only issue with it is is people don't apply those principles to their own children or their families or anything else. They don't until they have to, right? Or they just don't want to well, and, and well, get no, away from the problem, that, whatever the problem is. That's, yeah, that's, that's how it works. It's the soft times make soft men, make hard times make hard men. This is the cycle we're in, and we're getting ready for some hard fucking times. Uh, recession-wise or just life? Yes. Which one? Yep. Yeah. Both? Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Yeah, because the recession is here. Uh, we're in the middle of that right now. Yeah, and it's not going away anytime soon. No. No, I don't think so either. Uh, banking system, not real sure. Um, this, typically, there, when there's a recession, they make more fucking money. There's going to be a, uh, a banking collapse, and under the guise of trying to protect against a future banking collapse, uh, the U.S. will try to institute some kind of digital currency as opposed to paper currency. Mm. That'll be the next step. After getting off, leave the gold standard, go to fucking fiat currency, and then move on to digital currency. This has all been fucking programmatic. The problem with the digital currency is then they really control everything. That scares the shit out of me. 
That's the whole fucking point. No, I know. I know. Uh, which is why I don't want to get there. But uh, you're right. Uh, more and more places I go, because I was just all over the country, um, less and less people are taking cash. Mm. You know? Hey, let's get that card, dog. Just swipe the thing. Mm-hmm. Just It's the little thing. Just yeah, swipe the thing just, and you're good. So right? it's not even security that you're, no. that you're sacrificing your liberty for. It's convenience. Yeah. Not having to drive to a store or wait two weeks for something to come in the mail. I want it in two days, so... I guess fuck liberty, right? But even all the stores you go to in person, uh, they just want you to swipe things. I, I would say I would say it was fifty fifty on this trip over the weekend. Um, fifty people, fifty percent took cash. The other ones didn't, um, and it's slowly moving that way. You guys didn't sign your handprint up at Whole Foods for Amazon. Sure did not. <laughs> sure. Uh, if they did, did a not. fucking if, Amish, if they did a dick print, I would do it. Yeah, yeah. Because be I a think, fun one. Didn't we look it up in the wrinkles on your cock or somehow? unique to you is it i think so scrotum or cock i think it's, I I think it's cock i think it's the base of the maybe, cock. maybe it's the seam and the balls by the way this entire episode uh has been brought to you why we are leaving youtube <laughs> because <laughs> i'm sure we're we bear some responsibility for this i don't think we do um I, i've gone through this a million times man uh with other channels and everything else there's way crazier shit out there um not just shock for the sake of shock, but um, I mean, there's very, very far right, like extreme far right, yeah. extreme far left. Um, these are just conversations about everything else. But I think maybe the difference is that I routinely call people out by name who are in positions of power. You know what I mean? That I, I've been trying to think about it for the last little while and trying to figure out what the difference is between us and some of the people that say way crazier shit. Like, I feel like I'm just saying normal things yeah to be honest yeah, yeah um but i do have a penchant for calling people out by name sometimes and then get on watch list which i know i'm on now which is pretty funny are you allowed um, to talk about that with no. the audience okay <clears throat> no but it's really funny so you know this is one of those things like it sucks to have to fucking use digital payments and stuff like that but i'm not we're, we're not going to stop doing this i feel like it's pretty important to have these conversations so um you know it is what it is if we have to fucking Think of it as instead of giving, instead of YouTube paying you a little bit, our guests are paying us a little bit for your time. Now you're just, you're working with us directly. Right. And you're you're actually going to get the notifications um, because it'll come to your email. I've never missed one from Patreon and I follow a bunch of people Mm -hmm. on Patreon, uh, including our show. I've never missed Mm -hmm. one single notification from there. Uh, And again, it's immediate too. Oh yeah, like yeah, literally yeah. immediate, and because honestly, their business depends on it. That's the difference. Yes, the like, community there is really great, and if mm-hmm. you get in early, you have more clout. Yep. Like Plus, the, yeah, the notification is going to go out five minutes before every episode goes live, so you'll have plenty of time to get into the chat. That's great. That's great. Yeah, because we like our little team here and our crew and all that other stuff, but uh, uh, the fighting back and forth with YouTube over everything is is nuts, and like. Uh, you take the episode, was it Friday? We got fucked up with Jared. Mm-hmm. I think we watched a full like congressman's porn or a potential one. Yeah, I got an, I got an email yesterday. YouTube determines whether or not our uh, videos are suitable for advertising. Correct. And it'll be like limited advertising, which is 21 or older mm-hmm. that are verified or people that have YouTube premium or whatever that have verified their age, or it'll be no advertising or it'll be all advertising. And <clears throat> the show where we got fucking, when we blacked out, talked about a bunch of conspiracy theories and watched a literal <laughs> fucking porn video and comment commented on it uh fully advertised for everybody yeah yeah so yeah. it's very clearly not 
the swearing or the vulgarity or any of that stuff no. that we do. It's the political shit. Yeah, uh, maybe. We also need to get some kickbacks from that video. Uh, what's it up to now? Do we it's know? over 700,000. Shut 700 the fuck K, up. Yeah. No way. Yeah. Oh, that's great. <clears throat> Shout out to Ben Greenfield for signing up yearly. If you sign up yearly on Patreon and go to get and give us that money up front, I'm going to shout you out. Yeah, hell yeah. Um, He'll even suck your dick. Well, yes, I will. Yeah. Uh, I went ahead and rewatched that video just out of my own curiosity. And I was like, maybe it wasn't as bad as we thought it was because we were drinking about 35 hard no, it was way worse. It was. It was. Worse. It, not only was it way worse, but um, uh, so I looked up this guy. I mean, I went into a, a hole over this on Friday night. A dark hole over this um and the guy did an interview um i forget the the publication i think it was in his home state of new york and he said he was very very honest about the, the porn itself mm. which i was shocked by because i was like let's get the guy in the show and he'll chat about it turns out he did an interview about it and he said look i'm a nerdy guy i'm a dork this is way out of my comfort zone i've never done anything like this i don't even really know how to act interact around that women makes it like even that funnier that he fucking did it totally and he goes look this is how serious i was about you know what this policy is that i believe and i think it's for sex workers yeah it's for uh legalizing sex work yeah uh put him up there is it mike it's mike mike it kiss it kiss you know what he looks like he looks like that actor mark strong in unrecognizable wish.com mark strong or he looks like big bird but all his feathers been plucked or a shaved michael imperioli from the Supreme, a little bit i can see shaved that, yeah. his head um but yeah the interview was interesting because uh he was fully transparent with it he goes man i didn't know what i was doing i've never done anything like this never thought about something like this i yeah. agree it looked Any like he'd it. never had sex before yes and, and he was like dude i'm a nerdy guy and i just don't do this type of shit and he goes i thought it was important for the campaign and, and what i believe in and everything else Yes, I don't. I mean, ah, boy. No, he does not have a hog, Al. No, you can watch it. Yeah. Uh, what was the name of it? Because we named the show after it's it. Bucketless Bonanza. Bucketless Bonanza. <laughs> he has more of a Pornhub. a pig's snout. Yeah. Yeah. Than a hog. Yeah. That's yeah. Weird. There were, I, I did notice there were two holes on the end, so that was kind of weird. Yeah. He was coming out of two yeah. places. Um. But uh, the, has the girl's Instagram picked up at all? I didn't. I didn't check her stuff. <laughs> I forgot um, her name. She was great, and I don't want to throw her under the bus. Let's see. She I mean, was great. He he was nervous. Unless unless you're a, actually he was not a two pump chump. He went for a little. Oh while. Yeah, 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 yeah. It wasn't that. He he was just he had a little wiener. Oh, not little. It was just probably an average size dick. I guess I don't know what dicks are supposed to look like. Nicole uh, Sage. That's Nicole it. Sage. Look up her Instagram. So when we did the show, she was at fifty thousand uh, uh, followers, which is good. Um, she's at fifty two point six now. Damn it, man. We got to get those. I don't think it didn't move the needle on I don't think enough of these people are drilling down. They're just watching the porn uh, coming on their chest and then, you know, wiping it off and going to work. Or maybe they went to her OnlyFans instead because that's what she was promoting. Well, maybe again, that's another like direct to consumer thing. That's the, the best way to take power away from the government, from big payment processors, from blah, 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 from all this shit is to send your money directly to the person you're trying to do business with. Right, right. Go to a mom and pop store or buy a prostitute like in person. Mm -hmm. Go to an OnlyFans, something like that. Yeah, the company gets a bit of a scrape, but it's better than fucking the other stuff that's going on. Like just spending your time on YouTube and buying shit from ads on there and then we get nothing. Yeah. 
You know what I mean? Fuck these people. Because I was in, uh, I went back to Wilmington uh, Saturday nights, and the first thing I did, I went into Wilmington Brewery, mm-hmm. bought beer directly from them, no one else, and uh, and supported my local places. And I'm like, hey, dude, thanks, congratulations on all this shit. Um, they built a brand new bar in there. It looks people so say think globally, act locally. Yeah. But fucking, why would you think globally? <laughs> think locally and act locally, and everything else will take care of itself. I only think nationally and then act locally. I think regionally. You think you think so? Uh, yeah, or or by conference, like SEC, Big Ten. Oof. Yeah, right. yeah, I understand. We'll get to that in the Monday. We sure will. Recap. We got it's we got a big a show there. Tennessee was going off, man. Congratulations to that entire state. Uh, that was fun to watch. Crowdfunding a goalpost. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, man. Uh, what a blast! After that win, I think the University of Tennessee can afford a new goalpost. I'm not worried uh, about that. I, I, uh, they had actually pre-ordered new goalposts in preparation yeah, for that. They're taking uh, donations, though. Are they really? Yeah. When donations. the uh, when the announcer said it, he goes, "Well, that's going to be a fine." I was like, "That's the last thing the boosters care about." Right they sh- there. yeah, they should have uh, they should have announced that before the game. Although maybe that's bad juju to announce it before the game, but they should have had an email or SMS. To all the alumni prepared for it while they were still drunk and celebrating the win. <laughs> that way they just would have donated yep. money. Oh yeah. Clicked money and donated. Just make it a single money. button, donate now. It's five bucks immediately, and that would have been the way to do it. Sixty-five of you have came and donated money during the show to the Drinking Bros Patreon, and I really appreciate that. Oh, that's amazing. Thank you so much. Um, I'm looking at five thirty-eight right now with Nate Silver. He still has uh Fetterman seventy-one percent chance to win there in this one, and he's still got a seventy percent chance that the democrats uh win the senate as well uh which is crazy to me so we'll, well see there's a couple of races that one the herschel walker race and then there's uh the one in wisconsin with ron johnson ron johnson and then, yeah. well there's one other one that i think is pretty close that's not 70 percent 70 to 30 in terms of like chances of winning though that's uh, not that on, big. up down yeah that's not that's, that's not big at all yeah that's closer than it sounds yeah 70 30 yeah. yeah that sounds further no, it's so it's odds on a win, which is like yeah, it's not, the polling's only, not seventy thirty. Yeah. It's the odds Fetterman wins is seventy percent to thirty. Like it's like the fucking. B, I would have. It's cl- like the BPI shit that ESPN does. It's completely fucking meaningless. I would right. yeah. I would have said maybe sixty forty fifty five forty five somewhere in there. But either uh, way, it's still like that. Mean if there's a thirty percent chance you're going to win something, it means it's like pretty fucking likely you're going to win. Like it's not like overly likely, but like it's it's not wild like you're not un, you're not like some wild underdog at 30 percent chances of winning that means okay. one in three times you're gonna win uh yeah that's not bad i guess um i just thought it would have been a little higher me personally just as a gambling man obviously you know how much do you think it is for her per scene per video oh uh sage yeah two grand i'd go two grand on that for sure i think we could raise two grand to see me bang her out <laughs> man I, she looked great um like at least he rented somebody you know that would really do it. You know, like, hey, yeah. congratulations. Like, not a, a shitty one. He got a good one. Um, like, she seemed great. She seemed into it. Her OnlyFans is 12 bucks a month. Okay. Okay. Here's um, the thing, though. She probably costs more because he had her direct and cut it, too. But we don't need that. We just need her acting. Yeah, because Giorgio will direct and cut it. Oh, like, I would say get Joel in there to shoot. Oh, yeah. Joel would love that. And then, yeah, either Giorgio or Joel can cut it. You going underneath? Are you doing ball shots? What I are mean, you doing? I set the ottoman there for a reason. Yeah, exactly. Because uh, right here would be great. Yeah. Um, and we have done that on this show before. And if we get to 6,000 patrons, we might do stuff like this again. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to. People ask that all the time. Uh, we've gotten 
an unbelievable amount of requests for that. So like, like yeah. I understand my podcasting producing skills is what got me here, but I sure. think my, my dick is what's going to take me over the Catapults top. you to the future? I hope so. Okay. All right. <laughs> I haven't seen it. I haven't seen your penis yet. 599. So I can't comment on it. Is it still up? It's still up. It's still up? Okay. On Just Giorgio? Yeah. On OnlyFans there? Um, yeah. <laughs> Man, if I went there, dude, I don't know that I'd be able to face your work every day. I know, that's what I'm saying. I can't do it. I don't think I can do it. Uh, Kanye, by the way, is trying to buy Parler right now. Um, The interesting part of this is, was it you last week that was saying he was hanging out with Candace Owens a lot and that was never a good thing? Um, I mean, I I don't know if I said it's never a good thing, but yeah, I mean, the interesting part of that is that her husband is the CEO of Parler. Correct. I did not know that <laughs> yeah. until uh, this happened. Yeah. And if you're trying to pull off a sale for something, let's face it, that would help. What do you think that would go for, I wonder? I don't know. I don't think it's worth any money. I don't either. Honest. I, don't, I don't either. Um, but, they had so many problems with it. Uh, how is that worth more than, I don't know, whatever the data is worth, I guess? I mean, I, if I'm Parler, I don't think I would sell it to him unless you're just trying to get the money and leave because... He's just been banned from every social media platform. So the major issue Correct, they have, yeah. aside from just getting subscribers, is being able to stay on the fucking app stores for Apple and Google, mm-hmm. right? And he's not going to help that fucking... Like, if you... We, we own a booze company. <clears throat> yep. If some lunatic investor came and offered us a couple of million bucks... I mean, if it was an outrageous amount of money, we would take it and leave. But if it, was, if it was only a couple of million and he wanted to do a bunch of stupid bullshit or he brought with him a lot of baggage, we would obviously say no. And we, yeah, have, yeah. And we have said no to we have, yeah. deals like that yep. before. So, But if the guy came in with, let's say, less money, but a lot of industry and distri- distribution experience in the booze industry, that's a whole other ball game. We would take less money for it like that because you get so much value add. Sure. With Kanye, it's only money. Mm-hmm. Like the fame that you get, everybody already knows what Parlor is. You know what I mean? And and the, their biggest fucking problem is that they can't get on. They can't manage the tech, which he, I, I mean, money can help with that. But they, the second biggest problem is they can't stay in those app stores. Right. And he is 100% a value loss in that regard. Holy shit. He can't even keep his own social media platforms up. Well, and the interesting thing about that is he's now doing podcasts. So he's going on all these <laughs> podcasts. And I don't know if you saw any of those over the weekend. Uh, the one on Drink yeah. Champs, uh, we've been tagged in a lot, uh, where he talked about uh, the death of George Floyd. And he said uh, that was a result of fentanyl, not Chauvin being on his neck. And obviously, people are raging over that. Uh, yeah. Not that he can hear them because he doesn't have social media. Well, anymore. he also said that the reason he went on Tucker was to trick conservatives into thinking people he was on their side. Um, he said that the reason he posted that very cryptic shit about Jews is just to stir up shit so people would start talking about him. I mean, it's like he's exactly who you think he is. He's a fucking egomaniac lunatic. Yeah. yeah. So uh, if you want to worry, if you want to go into business with somebody like that just because they're rich, you know, God, <laughs> God bless. Good luck with that fucking bullshit. But if you can sell Parler now, I mean, that's, a, that's if he's a, just going to give you a hundred million dollars for the company, take that money and retire. Run. Yeah. Run as fast as you can. But if he wants you to stay on as CEO for the next three years no, with him in control, no, 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 no. good fucking luck. Because he just tried to appoint his buddy to the head of a company the other day while he was showing uh, uh, he, Adidas. Adidas. Adidas, excuse yes. me. Yeah. Adidas. While he was like 
making the dude watch porn to illustrate how bad he's getting fucked. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know that this is the guy. That Sitting I really on bar stools with. too, and the dude's filming it with a giant fisheye for his vlog. Did yep. you guys watch the whole? Oh vlog? yeah, sure did. <laughs> sure did. Like he is gone. All of it was wild. Where I was just like, all right. What's the intention with the video then afterwards? If you're going to shoot it in a fisheye lens, like was it to make it look cooler? It's just it, artistic expression, you know. But for a video like that in a business meeting, I mean, it's not. Who's ruining their legacy more, Kanye or Tom Brady? Tom Brady. Well, but save that for yeah, the next show. We'll we need save that just, for the next show. Got say, I'll say this about Kanye. I feel like I'm watching what would have happened if John Lennon never got shot. Oh yeah. Or if Jesus mm. had never gotten crucified. Yeah, yeah. Dennis, Dennis Leary does a bit on this in No Cure for Cancer. He's like, it's a good thing that Jesus died when he did because if he had lived, he would have ended up like fat Elvis, like past his prime. And everyone's like, oh, Jesus. Yeah. What's become of you, dude? <laughs> <laughs> you think Lennon would have would have been the guy? I Dude, he yeah. spent a year in bed to protest war. I think so, like yeah. He's doing That's something. a good one. Like That's he, a really good one, actually. John yeah. Lennon was such a cunt. And I think Kanye is kind of like the Beatles of rap, to be quite honest. <laughs> and so like, and, it, but, and he's more and like... What and what the Paul McCartney in him? That's what died. Paul McCartney got shot in this situation, and only the John Lennon part of him still yeah. exists. And it sucks. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's it's weird to watch unfold. And like he's got to be on a death list at this point. How much longer can that guy live uh, unless he gets back on meds? Yeah. Um, not really sure. Um, either way, flip on over to uh, Drinking Bros Sports on YouTube. We got the Monday morning recap over there coming up in a couple minutes. In the meantime, uh, we got some listeners here uh, that we're going to bring up for Drinking Bro of the Week. Come on up. Let's start with uh, yeah. Let's start with you in the blue there. Great T-shirt for a day like today, huh? Yeah, there it is. There it is. You got the APAC t-shirt on. Look the at APAC, that, dude. Got the Drinking Bros Drinking hat. the hard AF seltzer and oh, the yeah. Drinking Bros hats. Uh, welcome to the show, friend. How are you? Good. Yeah. Put it about an inch from your mouth there, and you're good to go. You can move it up if you want to. Um, All right. There you go. Uh, what's your full name? Kyle Kufal. Oh, oh, shit. I know you from the fucking chat. I actually won one of the you sure did. You won a fantasy football, football yep. league. The Ryan Leaf jersey. That, Very, was that you? Yep. So it was fucking me. funny. That was the uh, what the disappointments league, I think. Yep. Yep. Craig Delaskis. Yep. Yeah. It's funny. So as soon as people say their name when they come up, I know who they are, but I don't know anybody by face because it's all like usernames and uh, handles or fantasy football names and shit like that. There was somebody who was like, "Dude, I'm I love kissing titties," and I was like, "Oh shit, dude! You beat me in fantasy football." I think I'm drinking mul- bros. multiple scoresasms is my name. <laughs> On the fantasy football league. So. How, how are you doing this year? Oh man, I'm I'm struggling this year because I've had a lot of injury issues. So. Oh, have you? Yeah, mine hasn't been injuries. Just shitty quarterbacks, man. I, I know I can't find one. I got Aaron Rodgers, who's trash. Terrible. Terrible. And then Russell Wilson is my backup, who's trash. This is one of the so. first times when when uh you, you know three. I think there's like three good quarterbacks. Yeah. If you didn't get one of those, you're fucked. And the guys that do have them are destroying everyone. And yeah. it's like there's nothing I can do. Exactly. The one league that I'm doing well in is because I got Mahomes and uh, I moved up to you know get him a little bit, but I reached and it was worth the reach in the end. <laughs> Typically, I don't. And the ones that I didn't reach in, I'm getting fucking buried in. Yeah. Um, I'm struggling. So yeah, how long have you been listening to the show? I feel like you're a day one homie, dude. 2018. Holy shit! We actually, uh, me and my buddy from work, actually started. Uh, we were listening to some of the Black Rifle Coffee like funny commercials that you should do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
And uh, we were like, I wonder if Matt Best has a podcast. And he was on some of the original podcasts with yeah. you guys. So once we started listening to the first few episodes, we just kept going. Yeah, so yeah, hooked, right? Since then, yep. <laughs> Loving it. <laughs> I appreciate it. And we've only added more at this point. So. Oh, yeah. Uh, Listen to everyone. Uh, we, I, we appreciate it. Uh, you know the drill. Who would you like to give the Drinking Bro of the Week to? I'm going to give it to my buddy at work, actually. Uh, his name is Nate Eggbarts. Okay. And me and him have just been really hooked to Drinking Bro since day one. So I'm going to give it to him. Awesome, man. How's his fuck game? Uh, pretty weak, I think. Is it? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Definitely for weak. Yeah. It sounds like it. <laughs> sounds like it. Uh, who else did you come with today? These are all my brothers, actually. My brother lives in uh, San Antonio, so we came down to visit him. No shit. And so all of us, we're from Nebraska. Okay. So we're, we're big Husker fans, Oof. which they kind of suck Sorry, now. Sorry, man. Yeah, that's but terrible. It's weird, too, because- We always just look forward to the future. You know, we, we always say it on the show. You listen to sports, too? <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. So we always say it on the show of like, there's certain big schools you wish would be back, right? Exactly. Um, Nebraska is one of them. Tennessee was one of them. And then finally this year, Tennessee is back. Yes. And you're like, oh, shit. And then you get to see it on TV- how magical it can be when a when a I know. good program is back and you're like oh fuck like i'm not a big tennessee fan obviously but uh even i was rooting for i was like dude let's go this is awesome just because i wanted to see a party and see exactly. a celebration because you know it's going to be massive nebraska is one of those schools oh, definitely where they would go ballistic but they just can't dude, pull it together we are we win three games a year and yeah. there's it's sold out every year. Like everybody's just hoping for it to get better, mm-hmm. and it just never does. No. Hopefully, you know we we fired our coach this year, Scott Frost. I think Delco knows Scott Frost pretty sure well. Sure does. Sure and, does. And uh, I don't know. People are saying Urban Meyer, but I don't know if they'll not come a prayer. here. Not, <laughs> not a, prayer. a prayer, huh? It's too small of a school. <laughs> like uh, he's not going to want to be stuck in the middle of Nebraska. Like you got to have somebody who loves it and yeah. is all in for that particular thing. Like. Urban, a guy like that is going after the big flashy jobs. So like, you know, I think USC is unlocked for a few years. Ohio State is obviously unlocked. Uh, look for Texas in a couple years. They look shitty over the weekend again. Um, I think that would be one of those jobs where it's, that's a massive job Definitely. to come back for. And then I think Notre Dame, uh, they lost again as well. And I think that would be a, that's a global, you know, that's an institution yep. where it's like, all right, great. Um, but I don't know if he does that after coaching at Ohio State. Who do you think is going to Nebraska? Larry the Cable Guy. <laughs> I mean, you got to go with your most famous alumni exactly. at this he point. Tried to, like, he tried to uh, give an open check to Urban Meyer, so who knows? Uh, yeah. Who yeah, knows? Uh, that, but we'll see. I don't know if his check is that, that high. <laughs> you got to get Urban to, to Nebraska. You're looking at 15 a year. Yeah. Yeah, for 10 years, true. you're looking at $150 million to get him out there in the middle of that. That's uh, I think you need a gritty guy who's on the inside. I think, look, the Frost hires probably where, 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 where you should have gone, but it just didn't work. Everybody wanted him at the time. I know. You know? I know. So was, I, I, you can't blame the university yeah. for that. Now you can blame him for not firing him three weeks later and exactly. keeping the money. That was strange, but whatever, yeah, that man. Didn't make sense. Do you want to give these guys a shout out real quick before we get off air? Tyler Kufal. Okay. Caleb Kufal. Alex Kufal. Cheers. Cheers, boys. Thanks for coming. Uh, so you guys are all drinking the hard AF oh, seltzer yeah. Love here. Love it. I've actually ordered some for home and. Hell yeah. Looking forward to the new flavors. New flavors are coming out soon. Uh, just chatted with them this, on the drive in here. And uh, let's see, four days. Should be ready for, by the end of the month. Um, Sounds they're good. They're canned already, and those are done. Uh, then they're just wrapping them up and getting them out to the people. So Sounds good. Let's go, friend. Looking forward to it. Let's go. Uh, head on over to Drinking Bros Sports uh, on YouTube. We are going live there in about 15 minutes for the Monday morning recap. 
Uh, sports will actually stay. That channel is not fucked with for some reason. And uh, I don't know why we say worse shit on there probably um, than we do on this. Uh, I mean, Jesus. Some of those we go real hard on. I know you guys talk a lot of shit about Nebraska, so. Oh, yeah. That's yeah, fine. Yeah, <laughs> We're used yeah, to it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, get a better team, friend. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> get a master somewhere else. That's what I told uh, Jared's girlfriend over the weekend. I was like, just get a master somewhere else, somewhere you can root for. Uh, so we'll see you over there in a minute. Uh, go to iTunes, rate the show a five-star, and leave a quick review. Also, head over to Spotify and just leave a five-star there. That is all the advertisers care about. And let's face it, the advertisers keep us uh, on the air on audio and a day in and day out basis. Help us out on video. Go to Patreon, just five bucks a month, and uh, and we'll continue the video in this high quality with all the lovely people every single day. For Danthony Danthony Holloway, I'm Ross Patterson. This is Drinking Bros Podcast. Good night, everyone. <laughs>